Hey guys, like I said last week, no bits and bobs this week. Sorry about that. Everybody's very, very busy, including myself. But I didn't want to leave you without a bonus babble uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, all right, next week, guys, it's E3. And I will almost certainly be putting up a multitude of podcasts with myself and hopefully some others as well. And then the following week, we'll have our next uh, scheduled bits and bobs where we probably look back at the entire E3 week and to dissect it. So because of all of that and what's coming up, I wanted to do a bonus babble uh, this week because I've been playing a bunch of games that pro we're probably not going to have time to talk about, let's be honest, in the next uh, in the next bits and bobs. And, um, you know, I really wanted to just touch on a few things that I've already touched on last week, but I wanted to, now that the reviews are up, uh, highlight them again. So first of all, Victor Vran. Victor Vran was, uh, and is, I should say, rather than was, surprisingly good. Uh, check out my full review for that on the on the website. But basically, it's a isometric action hack and slash game, as I say in the review. And it's really goddamn cool. It's so metal, guys. It's so well done. Um, you know, if you're, if you're pining after something a bit Diablo-esque and you haven't had a chance to play Diablo 3 in a, in a while, or maybe you're bored of it and you fancy something in the same vein as that, Victor Ran is is the place to go. It's uh, really, really well made, and it, it plays really, really well. I, okay, I'm going to just apologize right now. I am tired, guys. I have, My work right now is crazy. Um, so, so busy. Um, I, I'm out of it a little bit, and this is going to be a bit rambling, possibly a bit low energy, and I apologize for that. But like I said, I just wanted to talk about these games a little bit. Uh, Tokyo 42. That's the next one I wanted to talk about by Smack Games. This is a cool game. This game has got style coming out of it. Asshole. In my review, again, I, you know, go into quite a bit of detail about the pros and cons of this game. It's not a perfect game, but man, does it look good. Man, is the style of this game amazing. It's definitely a front runner for most awesome looking game this year so far. Uh, it's got this crazy sort of Blade Runner-esque, but hyper colorful, isometric sort of neon tokyo thing going on it's so cool and weird and i really enjoyed my time with that game my full review for that is up but let's talk about a few of the games i've been playing that aren't, aren't up for review yet i haven't done the review yet um we as a team bxb have a lot of games on the go right now who the fuck said summer was quiet for video games it really isn't anymore there are so many indie games coming out on the consoles it's ridiculous so I often get a lot of these codes um, that, you know, I cover the majority of, but I also give to the guys as well who do what they can um, and try to find the times in their busy schedules to play some games, you know, like Joel and Richard and Adam and Cameron and Stephen, who I shouldn't forget because I might have forgotten him recently. Stephen, I will always remember you now. Uh, and those guys are playing games and, you know, getting coverage up on the site. There's been lots of good stuff in the last week. And uh, there'll be more to come in the coming week, though, of course, E3 is going to dominate the week after that. E3, by the way, to go on a bit of a tangent, starts, like, on Saturday now. God damn you. It basically continues through with the conferences until, like, Tuesday. Um, and obviously, that's where the majority of the news will come from and the announcements. But we'll also get lots of hands-on impressions and stuff from the big outlets about uh, games that get into play on the show floor, the Lucky Bastards. Um, I just want to say, by the way, um, they changed the schedule. I think it's Monday morning. It was going to be 3 a.m. for Bethesda. Uh, it's 5 a.m. now. Uh, that's really awkward. That means, like, what? Do I try to sleep 
in between the conference that comes before that and and get up at like 4 30 to cover bethesda live at 5 a.m in the uk you assholes why would you do that to me why um let me talk about a little bit of news though um pyre now pyre has just released a just released or announced Sorry for the clicking in the background here, but I'm actually bringing up websites and stuff to confirm things as I talk to you. But they've confirmed their release date for Pyre, which is the new Supergiant Games game. The guys behind Transistor and one of my all-time favorite video games, Bastion on the 360, the Xbox. Well, I think it's on everything now, but it was originally a 360 uh, Xbox Live Arcade game. Uh, Bastion is a truly great experience. Like to the point where, to the point where this was the first game Supergiant Games uh, had released. And I actually wrote a personal... I wasn't reviewing games, I don't think, as much back then. I can't remember if I was even involved with BSB at that moment. Um, but I wrote, wrote a... Re- not a review, an email. I wrote, you know, a little letter and sent it to the Supergiant Games, just thanking them for what they'd done. And uh, I got a res- response from uh, the lead developer, I believe, who thanked me for his for the for the kind words and passed it to the team. And, that, you know, I don't do that every day. How often do you love a game as so much that you get in contact with a developer? I mean, I literally beat that game, started it again, beat it again, like back to back. No pause in between. That is how much I loved it. I thought Transistor had some really cool ideas and a really interesting visual style, but it didn't click with me quite as strongly as Bastion did, though I still really enjoyed this. So because of that track record, I am pretty excited about Pyre, which is this... Um, I don't know exactly what this is. It's sort of a, sort of a fantasy set sports game game rpg thing but it's coming out in you know not that long 25th of july so and it's ps4 and pc you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna look into that i'm gonna find out what it is i'm, I'm looking forward to trying it I'll, I'll buy it probably i mean i do kind of wish i knew more about what the game was it sounds like a kind of game where it will click once you get your hands on with it and spend some time playing it but um yeah, as, as a sort of a elevator pitch, it's, it's a unique sounding one. But those guys are super giant. They definitely make different games. They, they have a very strong style, strong narrative, great characterization, usually very well written with amazing soundtracks, like unbelievably good soundtracks. So because of all that, I, um, I'm looking forward to finding out more about it and playing it in a few sort of over a month and a half's time. So that'd be cool. Okay, the next sort of bit of news. There's not been a huge amount of news this week. But the next bit of news that, that got me excited was there was a patch. Uh, everybody knows how exciting patches are. But this was an important patch. It came out for Cities Skylines. And it actually addressed one of my biggest problems with that game uh, at launch. So I'm really glad about that. Uh, and that was that now you can have fast forward speed. You can, you can make the game run a lot quicker. You know, you've got various modes and speed sets you can now do, which means you can generate more cash more quickly, develop your city more quickly, you know, and it doesn't feel quite as um, slow and uh, drawn out. Because of that, I'm back on that game big time. Uh, that is a great example of the city builder genre. Like it is, you know, you know, the fault, the being fault I sort of drew with City Skylines was that it didn't do anything particularly new, and that's that's valid. But what it does do, it does incredibly well, uh, and it does now. They've improved things. There's other patches also addressing one of the some of the technical problems I had with the game. To be more stable now, less save corruption, less save loss. You know, this is all good things, uh, and I'm really glad that they're you know improving stuff and and you know constantly uh, developing the game. Still, probably should have been an, an early access or a game preview title before it came out, but hey. Um, so yeah, I've talked about a bit about Victor Ran and how you guys should definitely check out the review and stuff. Same for Tokyo 42. Um, games I've started playing this week. 
which I think I linked started talking about about 10 minutes ago and then stopped and went off on a tangent. So that's where my mind's at right now. Uh, I started playing Shadow Warrior 2, right? I never played Shadow Warrior. I know it was uh, a remake of an old school first person shooter game. Uh, Shadow Warrior 2 is insane. This game has got an incredibly silly sort of self-aware sense of humor. It's really, really dumb. Um, you know, to the point where you, if you reload your pistol when you don't have to, when you, you've already got all the ammo in it, you flip the bird. You just you just swear at the enemies. So basically, Shadow Warrior 2 is this um, high-progressive first-person shooter. It, it encourages you to play on the offense um, as one of the main weapons you have is actually this a samurai sword. So it's like a melee sort of focus combat as well as ranged combat, uh, coupled with this absolutely insane, just very 90s, over-the-top... Um, sort of really silly settings with monsters and very over-the-top characters um, and really bad, cheesy dialogue. It just feels like a B-movie action movie from sort of the early 90s, late 80s, including the soundtrack and stuff, and it immediately was my jam. I'm enjoying it a great deal, and I'm going to play a lot more of that before I do the full review when I can find time um, because I've got a bunch of other games on my plate and three around the corner and a lot of work on right now. So, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it, but I just wanted to touch upon it that it shouldn't be ignored. It's definitely, if you're in the mood for uh, a really silly, over-the-top, engaging, fun first-person shooter, from what I've played so far, you wouldn't go far wrong Shadow Warrior 2. There's also, I think, a, a package available on Xbox Live, at least at the moment, where you buy, you can get, uh, like, a reduced price for Shadow both of the Shadow Warrior games. I haven't played the first one, uh, and I've only got a review copy for the second one, um, but expect uh, coverage of that soon. Again, this is the first time I've done this actually on BXP. Uh, I reviewed um, last year, almost a year ago exactly, on PS4, one of the first PS4 games we covered, which was Colats. Which, when I got an opportunity to review this, I was very excited because Colat is um, is the kind of fictionalized video game set in these in in, a, in modern setting, but to do with the the. the oh, Sorry, guys, I'm really struggling. To do with the Dyatlov Pass incident. Um, and if you don't know about that, to do with the group of hikers that were lost in the Ural Mountains in the 1950s in Russia, and how this enduring and still unsolved mystery around what happened to them. Um, and this is, you know, these guys attempt to maybe answer some of the questions, but pose more. And, and basically, it's sort of a, a horror survival slash walking sim kind of game you know where you, you walk around you don't have like a lot of, there's not a lot of combat in the game um there's a lot of sub, sort of survival elements to it though um i i quite enjoyed this game on ps4 i think i gave it a seven out of ten back when we were using the 10 point scale before we went to um five star scale which means i think i'd probably that equate that to um four stars now uh, not necessarily a direct conversion of the score because the four star system is very different to what our 10 point system was or the five the five star system i should say and um i'd, I'd say it's a it's a a really good example of the genre and hey i am an absolute sucker for anything to do with this mystery so i'm now reviewing um that on xbox one i'm taking another look at it basically um which is different because i, I you know I've, I've fully reviewed this game already um but i was kind of like when i heard it was coming to xbox one on june 9th i was like hey guys you know you got some code i'd be really interested in talking about it again and and, and having a look at it um you know it's obviously that same game and i can't talk about any particular differences or anything that right now on xbox one because i'm under embargo until the ninth um but you know that game coming onto more platforms is great news because it's a really cool little experience to do with one of my 
favorite mysteries ever i am an absolute sucker for this mystery uh, and if you don't know anything about it you should read up on it and watch various documentaries about it and uh, there's some great books about it as well i really have gone down the rabbit hole in that one the diatlov pass incident uh devil's mountain it's fascinating stuff you know a true mystery a modern mystery we still don't have an answer for you know you don't get many of those nowadays uh and and now moving on to a game that couldn't really be any more different than Colat uh, would be NBA Playgrounds, which is kind of the spiritual successor to NBA Jam that just recently came out on Xbox One and PS4. Big sort of head knockery, large heads and everything. Um, this game is odd. It's got some, I mean, there's actually, I've just read about it today. There's a patch coming for it, which is going to improve a couple of the issues that I immediately have fought with, which to do with things like the shot timing, um, when you're trying to actually like land a land a basket or you know do a dunk or set up a two-point shot or three-point shot from outside of the D. Um it I love arcadey basketball games. I'm actually quite partial to any basketball games, but sometimes the, the two Ks of the world get a bit too simmy for me. Uh and I like to just slam in baskets and stuff like that. And I've definitely had some fun already with this game. I, I'm gonna have to put some more time into it before I start thinking about my my final verdict on it. It, it does have some problems with with timing, with the excessive sort of when, just timing in general, be it shooting, blocking, um, or, or get stealing the ball or any of that. Everything feels a bit off. I'm also not a massive fan of how you know you choose the players that you're going to play with because you can have team from different players from different teams, uh, and it's all it's not really set out great, really. When all you want because there's this this mechanic in the game where as you progress you get current like experience and when you like level up you can unlock more players through the sort of the random pack mechanic like you know trading card mechanic um and then you kind of make up a team based you know taking two any two players from any two teams out of any of the cards you've unlocked i don't love that i'd, I'd rather just have a roster of players or you know something i can sort by skills or sort by rarity or something like that and then none of that's in there so hopefully they're going to be putting a little bit more quality of life stuff like that in there it's a bit obfuscated a little bit right now there's also not a huge amount of modes there's not amounts of difference the game looks fine it's got a really repetitive annoying kind of soundtrack though i'm not a fan of and my god the commentary is terrible um but you know for review coming soon if you're in the mood for some arcade basketball it seems fine, but maybe get NBA Jam on Fire Edition on the 360 backwards compatibility instead if you're playing on Xbox One. Maybe. That's actually a pretty good game. But yeah, more, more thoughts on that coming down the pipe. So many games. I've still got three more to talk about before I sign off on this somewhat brief issue of Bonus Babble. Butcher! Butcher. Now, I immediately, uh, when I first saw the art for this and saw some video of this playing uh, and watched some streamers, streams of this before um, getting this game for you, I wasn't that, I wasn't that enamored. I thought it was a bit muddy, uh, very low res, you know, pixel art, 2D action, sort of hyper violent game. And then I started playing it. And it's basically 2D Doom, kind of like OG Doom, not Doom 2016. It's incredibly violent. You play as this cyborg sent to wipe out the last vestiges of humanity on Earth. And you do in really gruesome, violent ways. It's also balls hard, like it's hard as nails, this game. It will punish you. You will die a lot. Um, but it has a good, you know, fun, quick restart mechanic, though. You know, you do have to do a whole level again, which is a bit of a bummer. Um, it's got various weapons. You've got various power-ups. 
and you just murking for blood and jibs and screams and heavy metal and it feels good um i'm gonna sink a lot more time into this that's for sure before i do my review but yeah butcher seems really positive i'm really enjoying that experience so far um penultimate game i want to talk about sits oh you know this is crazy system three you're like i vaguely remember those those guys have been making games forever and you're right because this is the guys behind constructor a new version of constructor well kind of actually the same game but more of like a, an up res you know modernized version of it has appeared on the consoles and a pc now constructor if you don't remember it is this very very british very 80s early 90s feeling um sort of construction game where you build a sort of construction empire so lots of different buildings and things like that and it's all but it beyond that it's got a very english sense of humor to do with sort of horrible tenants that are like you know i think they call them basically chavs but with a different name and you know you get involved with the mob and it's all very corrupt and everything is very dodgy and you're on the take and it's like you know what can you build you know for the least amount of money but just you know all you want to do is line your pockets with as much cash as possible very much a fatten a thatcher thatcher's britain kind of game where you know this was a bit of satire that was really poking fun at those type of people that tried to always um you know take people for a ride and that's kind of what you're playing as and it and it sees a lot of the the world through a very bleak sort of satirical lens and it's strangely enjoyable for it it has a quite twisted sense of humor um and for what is ostensibly a management game to do with you know managing funds and building materials and things like that you know a bit bit like sim city crossed with maybe a settlers um you know it, it actually has a draw to it because of that humor because of that setting and because of the era it was originally developed in it's quite enjoyable so i look forward to putting some more time into that and getting a proper review for you guys as well finally this a review in progress of a game i've been unable to do anything in yet you may have heard friday the 13th just came out this is this asymmetrical multiplayer game of seven versus one um set in you know friday the 13th universe so jason Voorhees against a bunch of camp counselors this is such a cool idea this is such a cool idea and because it's this 7v1 asymmetrical multiplayer you know you're either playing as counselors or playing as jason so you're either trying to survive escape or defeat jason or you're playing as jason and trying to murder these counselors in as many gruesome ways as humanly possible at least that's what i've been told because i have been unable to play this game i have tried now on a few different occasions uh there has been a patch but uh, not a patch that's really done much from what i can tell um you know basically the servers for this game i think uh, you know the, the infrastructure isn't there and i'm unable to find games I, i'm just sat there waiting matching 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 matchmaking just goes around and around and around 10 minutes 20 minutes half an hour no game 10 minutes 20 minutes half an hour no game and it's quite frustrating i do plan on i'm not going to give up i really do want to try and play this game and then get a review for it but it's hard to review a game when you can't play it and it's also hard to remove those technical problems from your critical uh interpretation of a video game when clearly if you can't play it well you'd have to consider this a bad game wouldn't you and yet there's a lot of reviewers out there already that are really positive on the game a lot of people have been playing on pc where there's a lot less problems like this problems that are predominantly on ps4 and xbox one um i think xbox one actually is having the worst problems with it and that's what i'm reviewing it on 
Um, there are ways around it on Xbox One. The looking for group functionality it has been a godsend, I've heard, where you can just jump into a group of people that are already looking for players, uh, and therefore you kind of go around the matchmaking system. Um, and I'm going to try that. I'm going to find some time to try and try that out. Um, but, you know, it's it's frustrating because that's not really how this game should work, is it? Um, but I do want to play it, and it's a cool setting, and who doesn't love a Friday the 13th movie? You know, Jason Voorhees. I'm a bit of a fan of Jason X, actually. The sci-fi one in space, it's ridiculous, but how can you not love, you know, when he goes into the holodeck and, and murders camp counsellors in, <laughs> in sleeping bags by by using one to bludgeon the other it's darkly funny that film so much fun but that brings me to the end of a lot this slew of video games that they'll all be reviewed they're all going to be up on the site at some point though finding time and the best place to put these amongst the bevy of news we're about to get from e3 will be a challenge um but you know it's one i'm i'm gonna go give a go at i'm sorry i've been a bit low energy and a bit maybe rambly and inc more incoherent than even last time but i didn't want to leave you a week without uh something to talk about um and what well, to listen to me talking about i hope you've enjoyed it and you can definitely come and follow us at bxb games on twitter and i'm at diye on twitter get over to us at f uh, facebook uh, slash bxb games go over to the website bxbgames.co.uk check out all the reviews because there's going to be a bunch like we just talked about and that's the end of this bonus babble. I think this has been even shorter than last time. I'm going to have a nap now, possibly. And uh, I will see you all in a week's time where I think I'll probably do this on a Saturday. Maybe we'll do a, I'll do a quick podcast before all the craziness begins and do some predictions for you. I'll see if I can get somebody else to join me. And so until then, I say goodbye.